guys, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk About It. I really hope you enjoyed how awful that solo was. Um, currently everyone and their mother is sick, and I think I'm starting to get sick. And also, I just cried for like four hours. <laughs> it's twelve ten a.m. as we speak. So let's talk about things. That are getting me through a breakup. Can't have a breakup. Mm, Let's talk about it. I'm not at liberty to talk about our breakup. I broke up with him. It wasn't anybody's fault. It was just not working anymore. And that's okay. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But now I'm going to get into things that are going to get me through this breakup and things that have been getting me through this breakup. We're just really going to lay it all out on the table. And I feel like I just really need to preface again. I do not hate this man. I still have a lot of respect for this man. He's a good person. He's just not my person. And that's okay. And that's not either one of our ours fault. That didn't make sense. I made Neither one of us is to blame. There we go. That's better. Yes. One thing I've really been struggling with this past few months is my confidence, which is something that I thought that I wouldn't say for a very, very long time. Because I'm normally someone that is super confident and someone that, like, always knows what they want and how they want it and when they want it. And... Not knowing what I want to look like. Not knowing how I should. How I should, like, dress a certain way. You know? And it's like, I feel like a lot of it is, like... I don't want to say, like, societal pressure. Because that makes me sound like... Society's pressuring me to dress a certain way. And I want to dress a certain way. Because I'm just so quirky and weird. But in reality, I want to dress a way that makes me feel happy. And makes me feel confident and comfortable. And a lot of people don't like that way. Like, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I wore overalls, like, earlier this week. Because I genuinely love overalls. I also didn't feel like putting on, like, pants that day. But I also didn't have any clean sweatpants. I was like, I'm going to wear overalls. Because it's just really loose-fitting. And I wore them with a turtleneck. And my black Doc Martens. And someone was like, you look like a scarecrow. And then someone was like, you look gay. And so I basically, like, had people tell me that I looked like a gay scarecrow all day long. And it was like, but I think I look like a cute gay scarecrow. <laughs> I look like a cute gay scarecrow. Okay. It, shut up. Um, I also really like wearing dresses, but a lot of people are always like, oh that's so fancy why are you wearing a dress and I'm like because I feel good in it also I don't understand why people think dresses are so like lazy and laid back because they're really just like no I don't understand why people think dresses are so fancy and so like overhyped because dresses are so lazy you're not wearing pants you're you are literally not wearing pants it's the easiest thing. You don't have to match your tops and your bottoms. You just have to find, like, cute shoes to go with it. And 
so many like really fancy dresses you can then automatically dress down with a pair of like converse it's so easy to wear dresses and i love them and then everyone's like you're so fancy today why are you so fancy today i'm like because i want to be fancy carol oh my god someone's gonna think i'm talking about this person i'm not talking about that person i promise it was just the first name that popped in my brain we miss you carol all right moving on i really hope anybody that knows me understands that one thing that's really been helping me, like, really been helping me throughout this whole, like, breakup and processing and understanding what I need, what I want, what I deserve, where my standards are at, is going to the gym, building confidence and going to the gym and going to the gym alone. Ooh, it's so hard. It's so hard to combat gym anxiety gym anxiety and so many people are like no one's looking at you and that's like all the advice that they give you is like oh no one's looking at you no one really cares but no one's looking at you and no one really cares and I feel like it's such an odd thing for me as a mental health person to be like you know no one cares but when you're at the gym everyone's focused on their own gains their own muscles what they're doing next in their routine that they're not necessarily focused on what you're doing and that's that. Um, and I PR'd a lot this week. Simply because I'm... We're having a healing girl, heal, healing girl spring in order to have hot girl summer. Love saying that. I don't know why I love saying that. But healing girl spring to hot girl summer to Christian girl autumn. It's really a great pattern and then in winter we just fall into this really dark deep hole called why winter where you just hate everything all of the time because it's cold and it makes you sad why winter but anyways going to a gym helps a lot with my stress and my anger and my everything it just I love going to the gym, and currently, my favorite thing is going to the gym and blasting all those, I hate you, we're never getting back together, you're the worst person I've ever met, I'm putting you in a body bag, breakup songs. I have no beef with my ex. Absolutely none. I have no beef with this ex. Absolutely none. Nothing but respect for this man. But I have never been so hyped to listen to We Are Never Getting Back Together by Taylor Swift. I have never listened to Goodbye Earl by The Chicks on repeat so much. My name's not Marianne. I don't have a friend named Wanda. Yeah. So, you know, it's just like things like that that are helping me decompress after really hard stressful days are really really nice um yes and I know a lot of people don't have like the healthiest relationship with the gym especially after going through breakup and I feel like that's why I'm so hesitant to bring it up because I also know that at the end of the day a lot of my gains aren't going to stick because I'm not eating enough protein I'm not eating right and because of it I'm gonna like 
don't want to say I'm going to injure myself because I'm really not, but I'm not going to see the muscle growth that I want. But at the end of the day, it is so cool to be, like, shaving your legs and, like, propping up, like, your foot and then your calf muscle pops out and you're like, is my calf really that big? It, am I dreaming? Is this, is this body dysmorphia or is that real? <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny. That's just, it's, it's, it's so late. I'm just, I'm gonna die tomorrow. Oh, I have a test tomorrow. That's not cool. Okay, moving on. Another super fun controversial one is going back to church. Um, my partner wasn't super religious, and I'm not sure where I stand religiously. I think, I don't know, but I have been a member of this church for a very long period of time, and I went back for the first time today for youth, and cried, and cried, and cried, and cried. I also like going to church, because it's a really good sense of community, um, and we talked a lot about, like, mental health, and right now we're doing, like, this series called Elevate, where we are elevating heavy topics and bringing them to light and talking about them because they need to be talked about and I feel like that kind of fits because we're literally called let's talk about it but I feel like going to church does help me like process that everything happens for a reason and if I have something to say it's not in my hands it's in someone else's hands I can't control things that are happening around me it makes me feel a little better to know that God is out there and my life is in his hands and even though I'm going through a breakup I'm going through losing people it's not over my life's not over and there is something bigger out there no matter what it is. And I feel like that's just really good to, like, wrap your head around. And then also, we have a lot of really good conversations, like, in youth group of talking about, like, our mental health, our daily stressors, as well as how we can incorporate the word of God into our daily lives in order to help us mentally. And this isn't me saying if you're not religious, that God's going to fix all of your issues. You need religion to be happy. That's not what I'm saying. This is just something that's helping me personally cope and deal with all of the things I'm dealing with and helping me. Yeah, that's that's it's making me go. And that's 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 why I'm going. That's why I'm doing it. Another thing is reading. And that's also another thing that I just, like, haven't done in a while is read. Currently, oh my god, you can tell I'm going through a breakup. It's awful. Um, I'm reading You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. Because when we went to Barnes Noble on Saturday, I picked up four books one's like a self-help workbook which I think tells you everything that you need to know about me right now 
But when we went to Barnes & Noble, I picked up the Badass Habits by Jen Sincero. As well as Pillow Thoughts, which is a bunch of poetry. And... <laughs> Hopeless romantic and me and showing. Secretly yours by Tessa Bailey. Yeah. I also heard Tessa Bailey was like really good. And I'm just like, hello. So I'm kind of excited that I have all of my men's health stuff and then I have um romance novels. <laughs> and I think that just tells you everything that you need to know about where I am in my healing and learning and loving my self journey because I really 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 need to get back into that and I feel like now this is my cute little segue into talking about loving yourself and knowing your worth yes yes it is you hear it a lot it's a really cheesy thing for me to say but self-care and affirmations Reminding myself I'm strong, reminding myself I'm smart, reminding myself I'm beautiful, even though currently at this point in my life, I don't feel as if I'm strong. I don't feel as if I'm smart. I don't feel as if I'm beautiful. And it's just repeating those things to myself every morning and making myself get up and say those things is helping. And then having a set bedtime routine, which obviously was thrown off tonight because so much just went down in the past like four hours that I'm just going to go vomit and sleep and probably puke again because I think that would make me feel better (laughs) yeah I'm someone with very high standards like standards that literally no one has ever been able to meet Or they have been able to meet them, but they weren't consistently met. And for me, that's personally really detrimental for myself. Because it's like, I'm too much for everyone around me. But then I also have to think about all of the people that I've said my standards are very high and you're not meeting them. That it's made them feel like they're not doing enough, that they're not enough. When in reality, they are enough. But they're not what I'm going to need in a romantic relationship. Because my standards for a romantic relationship versus my platonic relationships are extremely different. And that's why I feel like it's okay to be friends with your exes after you break up. As long as you're not, like, still, like, very attached to them. And still, like, needing them to, like, feel happy. And they're still your only sense of, like, joy and happiness. That's when you need to, like, no contact know nothing until you are okay with understanding that this person is not your person and you can have a normal conversation with them without like romanticizing it and then obsessing over them i'm saying that because i became in that place like two years ago and it was weird and awful and we are never getting back together hopefully (laughs) But also understanding that because your standards are high, it doesn't mean that it's bad that you have high standards. I don't think it's bad whenever people have high standards. I think that's a very respectable trait. Sit there and be like, 
I know what I want, I know what I need, and it's not this. But you're still a very lovely human being. And I feel like that can go for both romantic and platonic relationships. And I have been in platonic relationships where I'm like, hey, you're a very lovely human being, but what I need out of this friendship is not being given to me. What I want out of this friendship is not being given to me. What I want out of this romantic relationship is not being given to me. And that's not your fault because you physically cannot do that. What I want out of this platonic relationship, you can't provide for me. And that's not your fault because it's a my it's a my it's a me thing. It's not you, it's me. I did just very unironically say that because it is me and it's not you. And also, people always talk about you have to love yourself before you can love anyone else. It's true. It really is true. Because if you're not in a good relationship with yourself, you're going to become so overly attached to this person that you're going to make them your entire personality and they're going to be your only source of dopamine. And then whenever they need space or whenever they're mad at you or whenever they're upset about anything, even if it's not involving you, your mood will shift. How you feel will change. How you act towards others will now change because they changed. And that's something that is a very unhealthy attachment to that person. And I have such an anxious attachment style, it's not even funny. Like, I'm fine if you go out with your friends. I'm fine if you like another girl's post on Instagram. I really don't care about that stuff. But I care when I'm not giving, when I'm not given the time that I feel I deserve. And I feel like I deserve a lot of that time. And it's more than anyone has ever been able to provide. And that's no one's fault. It's not my fault. It's just what I need. And when my needs aren't met, I'm out. When your needs aren't met, you should be out. I think that's just, like, basic. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. And that's okay. But it's also, like, breakups happen. You've gotten through every single breakup in your life. You will get through this one, too. And I'm saying that also, like, speaking to myself. I've gotten through every single breakup in my life. I will get through this one, too. And just because you're the person that left them doesn't mean that you're not allowed to be upset about it. Doesn't mean that you're not allowed to openly cry about it. Because you are also having to grieve. You are also having to go through a breakup as well. And just because you broke up with them, it doesn't mean you're heartless. It doesn't mean that you're selfish. It just means you broke up with them. And that's that's that. Also, another thing that is helping me with my confidence right now and getting back into, like, I don't want to say loving myself. Because it's like I care about myself enough to not hurt myself, but I don't love myself and I I feel like that's such a weird thing for me to say 
because I care about myself enough to, like, feed my body and go work out and to do self-care, but I don't feel like I love myself right now. Like, I don't feel like I genuinely love who I am. I feel like I'm always just going to be a little bit too much for everyone around me, and that's an exhausting feeling because that means I'm going to have to shrink myself for others, and I don't want to do that. I'm a loud, obnoxious, sensitive person, and that's a lot for a lot of people, and that's okay. It's not my job to make you like me. It's my job to make me like me. And whenever things like that happen, it sucks. Because then I start finding myself comparing myself to others. Like, oh, well, she's smarter. She's prettier. She's quieter. She is never told she's been annoying. She has a better style than I do. But just because she has those qualities doesn't take away from my qualities. Just because someone is smarter than I am doesn't mean that I'm not smart. I'm not a mathlete. Just because someone's stronger than I am doesn't mean that I'm not strong. Sebum exists. Is anyone stronger than Sebum? I don't think so. I, I really I really don't think so. That man's ass is just a muscle. I don't know how he that Yes. Moving on. <laughs> Just because somebody else is better than I am doesn't mean that I'm not still good. It doesn't mean that I'm not still wanted by many. And also, I see people all the time. This is so random. This has nothing to do with getting through a breakup. This is just like kind of building up my self-confidence as well as getting used to being rejected, I guess. But I see people all the time. I'm like, you know what? That person looks really fucking cool. And I want to say, hey, I want to ask for their snap. I want to invite them out for a cup of coffee. But I also have absolutely no idea how to talk to them. Like, I feel like it's so obscure for me to be like, hey, do you want to be my friend? Because I'm not literally like seven at a playground. But at the same time, I look at some people and I'm like, you look dope as hell. Can we be friends? But I don't know how to jumpstart that conversation. But I also feel like I have to initiate the conversation because I just feel like I do. But there's so many people where I'm like, mm, you look cool. Can, can we be friends? I have no idea how to like tell these people that. <laughs> I also feel like one thing that is also getting... Oh, segue. Love, love me a good segue. One thing that's helping me get through this breakup is, like, my support system and my friends and having people that I can talk to about it and having people that I can literally call crying and being like, hey, I feel X, Y, Z about this breakup and I don't know how to stop feeling like this. And they're like, feel it. Feel it. Acknowledge it. Let it go. That's the only way that I can heal is to feel it, acknowledge it, validate it, let it go. Understand, I'm allowed to feel this way. I'm feeling this way because I'm not super happy with who I am as a person. I can fix this by spending more time by myself and taking myself out on dates and becoming more independent. 
And once I do that, I will feel better. Boom. Let go. I'm actually, when I'm done recording this episode, I'm going to go do that like four or five times with many different things about many different situations. Because at the end of the day, I'm not mad at him, but I'm like mad at myself. And I need to be able to forgive myself before I feel like I can really move on and heal from this. And once I find my independence and my growth and I don't want to say like reset my standards, but find out what I really need, how I need it and when I need it then I feel like I can be in a healthy, committed relationship again. Keyword is again, because I was in a committed, healthy relationship. It was, we, it was healthy. We were committed. It was a relationship. And I can find that again. And I can find it with a different person. And that's an awful thing for me to like, right now saying that makes me feel awful to know that we were in a healthy committed relationship for a very long time and I will be in another healthy committed relationship with someone else it's just going to take time and healing and processing like I also I feel like I might move on faster and I don't want to slow down my healing process for someone else and that I don't know why I feel like I'm going to move on faster I'm not like pursuing anyone right now it's like ugh, what I just feel like I'm going to move on faster and I don't want to hurt anyone I don't want to I don't want to hurt him I don't want to hurt my friends I don't want to lose anyone in my support system I just don't want I don't want anything to change anymore. I'm really sick of things changing. I know that it's changing for the better, but I feel kind of awful right now. And I think it's okay for me to feel awful. And I will eventually move on. And I will eventually forgive myself. I'm going to have to ask someone what their favorite color is again. I'm going to have to tell people, you know, actually run a mental health podcast. I'm going to have to tell yet another person my life. Oh, maybe I'll just die alone. Maybe I'll just, like, never be in a relationship again. Maybe that's just going to be easier than, like, letting people in. See, this is why I need to work on myself so I can actually let people in and be vulnerable and be, like, a normal human being. Okay, I just need to live my life the way that I want and the way that's convenient for me and work on myself. We, we, I mean me. Actually, let's do our takeaways and then we'll get into something else. So I think the main takeaway from this episode is... There are different ways to cope and heal with breakups. 
and you have to find what works for you. And the only way you can find what works for you is trial and error and going through a breakup, which is awful. I hope nobody ever has to do that. Um, but things that work for me are self-help books, reading in general. Um, I'm really liking the You Are a Badass, including the second one, Badass Habits. Um, focusing on self-care and journaling, um, which I'm going to get back into, and I'll probably end up taking myself on a date on Saturday, um, to this factory, like, downtown, to, to this coffee shop downtown, I don't know why I said factory, um, uh, workbooks that are, like, self-help themed, like, I have the I'm Fucking Radiant, which I bought on Saturday, when I say I bought it, I mean my mother bought it. Um, and then the I also have the 52 list of happiness. Doing things that make me feel happy, like dressing the way I want to. As well as affirmations that remind me that I'm strong and I'm worthy and I'm important and I'm, and I'm loved. Going back to church, staying close to my support system, keeping good things in my life. As well as learning how to forgive myself. Becoming more independent. These are all things that just help me feel better about myself. (laughs) That feels so weird for me to say. Is to be like, I'm just trying to feel better about myself. Because I feel like that's just so much of why it all ended. It's because I stopped feeling good about myself. But I also feel like I grew... And I changed, and it wasn't anything that he could control. And I don't hate him. And also, if you're going through a breakup, you're allowed to be upset. You're allowed to mourn this. You're allowed to grieve this, no matter what. You are allowed to move on first. You don't have to wait around for anyone You should still be doing things in your life that are more convenient for you. That means using the same stairwell as he is because it's more of a hassle to walk around. Um, Arriving at school when you want to arrive at school because it, it works best for you. Going to gyms at the same time he is because it works best for you. Leaving the school parking lot at a different time because it works best for you. Wearing what you want because it makes you feel good. Saying how you feel is good. Especially whenever you are going through a breakup. But it's also very important to be like, I feel X, Y, Z. That's how I feel. But it's not always that person's intention to make me feel that way. And if you went through a breakup because you grew and you changed, that's not your fault. You can't always control how you grow. You can't always control when you grow. You just grow. And if you break up with that person, 
you are allowed to be upset. You are allowed to be mad. You are allowed to cry. But you're also allowed to forgive yourself. And I feel like it's really important after a breakup to reflect on the relationship and be like, we made each other happy for as long as possible. And while a lot of that happiness is gone and a lot of that joy is gone, it can be found in other things. And you will have that love and that joy again just with someone else. And that's okay. And it's really important to remember during a time of a breakup that it is all going to be okay. It's going to feel like shit. You're going to hate it. It's it's a breakup. You're not supposed to be like, oh, you know, just love getting dumped. <laughs> I'm going to go do it again. No one, no one wants that. No one enjoys that. You have to allow yourself to be happy again. But finishing what I was saying. You guys made each other happy for as long as possible. And you can be grateful for that relationship. And you can be grateful for that person. Even if that person and that relationship is no longer present in your life. And this, so much of this applies for, to friend breakups. All of this can go into platonic relationships as well. Because sometimes friends grow apart because you're on like different maturity levels or you're in different stages of your life and that's okay. Shit happens. People move on. That's life. And it's hard. It's a hard life. No one... We didn't sign up for this because if we signed up for it, we'd have like a really big warning sign. It's like, this will not be easy. But you can understand that someone was there and someone made you happy. And it's okay that that is gone now because I was happy. And it was healthy. And it's gone now. And that's okay. I forgive myself. And I will have to now work on loving myself. And taking care of this body of mine. That sounded really, really sexual for no reason. I will now have to take care of the vessel that I live in and go back to protecting my peace and also apparently now talking to random people because I think they look cool and be like hey girl do you want to get coffee because <laughs> I would so say that especially like this is so weird don't know why I'm talking about this I think this is just something that I'm going to put out there on the internet because I don't care anymore there's this one girl that I, like, see her in the hallway, like, all the time. And, like, every time we see each other, we, like, give each other, like, the, like, I don't want to say white person smile, but, like, the smile that's, like, where, like, you just, it's super awkward. It's, like, whenever you back out of a spot and you're 
somebody else is backing out of a spot, and then you're like, mm, hey, hey, do you want to go first? Oh, you just, you go ahead, you go ahead, dear. You know, it's like that super awkward, like, oh, I think it's called like the sidewalk smile, where you just kind of like flatten your lips out straight into a line. God, I make that smile at this person like all the time, but I think it's just because they're really cool, and I would want to go to coffee with them one day. And, yeah, also, do things that make you feel good as well as do things that make other people feel good. Make sure that you're not hurting anyone's feelings. Make sure you're making, you're letting that other person be comfortable. Because it's not just you in a breakup, it's, it's them too, and they deserve to feel comfortable. They deserve to feel safe the same way that you do. Breakups are hard and scary and emotionally draining. And you will get through it. I will get through it. Because I am left. And you are left. And I am important. And you are important. And I am strong. And you are strong. And Sebum is strong. And I am smart. I think I, did I say that? And I am smart. And you are smart. I don't know if I said so or not, but if I didn't, I'm saying it again. Um, you're loved, you're worthy, you're important, you're smart, you're gorgeous, you're beautiful. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of me. This has been another episode of Let's Talk About It.